I said, I'm going to take you out of this environment to show you that there's more. And then by your own nature, you're going to screw it up. Then I'm going to take you back to your old environment to show you that there was more to learn there to heal. And then after you heal, I'm going to take you out of that environment and I'm going to prosper you. Because that was my plan all along. But, you know, I couldn't just go straight to the prosper. And that's the, that's the issue. We want to go straight to the prosper. I'm like, God has plans to prosper you. Well, not to hurt you, but you're going to go through some pain. <laughs> that's, the, that's part of it. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard G, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. I was, yesterday I was thinking to myself and it hit me. Did you know that depression and sadness and grief, all the emotions that are limiting that can be very dreadful are actually the beginning state of enlightenment? I discovered that how you respond to your depression determines whether you wake up from it, wake up from the sleep of life, or you just do whatever you need to cope, right? Because you don't have life the way you want it. I found out that there are two types of people, right? And, I'm, and this is not to downplay the scientific, the, the mental health of depression, but this is to say that there's certain people who go on a seeking journey when they go through stuff. Um, there are other people who actually don't actually seek because they, they don't have the desire to shift or they don't know yet, right? They actually don't even know yet. So... My goal is to get you to know that, hey, a lot of times there are energy shifting and God works in mysterious ways and people think that, yo, it's supposed to be off, like enlightenment is supposed to be all light. Nah, you're going to go through some very dark moments because it's, it's going to be a call. Like humans are moved to shift when they're uncomfortable. And by that, I mean, we're not simple. We, we don't just shift because we shift. We shift because we're, we're tired of the shift. Right. We don't just shift because we shift. We shift because at some point we found out that we don't want to hand, we don't want to do deal with this anymore. And in efforts to shift to change. Boom. We're like, yo, I got to grow. But some people, they don't want to change. So there's a spiritual calling for shifting. And normally that leisurely sometimes looks like chaos. But a lot of people don't answer the call. And we live in a society where they give you a Prozac so you can hang up the call on your shift. And by that, I mean not saying that. Yes, I am saying that. That's what it does. It literally it, it makes you fall asleep rather than waking up. And I definitely say don't drug yourself out of your enlightenment. 
Don't drag yourself out of enlightenment. Learn how to breathe. Learn how to move. Learn how to intake positive words of encouragement and read books and go to retreats and figure out what you're here to deliver. A lot of people are dissatisfied with life. You know why they're dissatisfied with life? Because they're not delivering the gift that God gave them. So the dissatisfaction came from the lack of delivering the gift. So their deliverance is actually on the other side of delivering the gift. So the reason why we got to personally develop every single day is so that we can deliver the gift. We got to work on yourself to deliver what God gave you. Here's the thing. You got something in you that you meant to deliver, but you may not know the routes. And that's the process, the journey. You might, you might not know where to drop them off. You may not know how to refine it. You may not know. This is the process. This is knock and the door will be open. Seek and you shall find. This is what spiritual process is all about. It's seeking. It's axing. It's literally thinking to myself, wait, is there more out here? Right? At some point you get bored of your life. You're like, is this it? When you ask yourself, is this it? Don't say, oh, okay, this is it. Nah, that's not it. There is more. Right? If Is this it? Actually, is the greatest opportunity you have. Because now you're going to find out there's more. Right? So when you, when you say, oh, is this it? Then you're like, oh, this was not it. There's actually way more to this thing called life. What's the reason for being here? Right? Sometimes you ask yourself, what's the reason for being here? <laughs> and you're like, I don't like this stuff. Right? But then one day you wake up, you're like, man, I see the reason. God created a beautiful playground for us. So that way our, spi our spirit can dwell in the physical and enjoy some of these things. You know what I'm saying? And God is like, yo, why are you, why are you using your own thoughts to beat yourself up when you can be enjoying this great planet I gave you? Okay. So gratitude is enjoying the great planet that God gave you. Okay. That's gratitude. Somebody says, what you mean, Ed? Gratitude is when you learn to appreciate, change your expectations for appreciation and your life shift. I learned that from Tony, right? And I didn't necessarily know exactly what Tony meant, but now I'm starting to get it, right? A lot of times we have an expectation of our life should be, what well, I should be this far by 25. I should have a boyfriend, girlfriend. I should be married. I should have a million dollars in the bank. I need to be the world motivational speaker all around the world. I need to be the best life coach ever. Like I need to turn my business and make it big, as big as it possibly can be, right? We have these expectations, but what if we just appreciated the journey, right? Sometimes I have an expectation I should be really big. Now I'm just appreciating the journey. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna do this, that's it. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to keep doing it no matter what it looks like. Once you change your, once you trade your expectations for appreciation, your life shifts. So depression, sadness, anxiety, worry. These are actually gateways to enlightenment. I want, and, I, and I say gateways because this is a shift that's happening in the world. In fact, a lot of people are going to go through it. Because they're, they're not just going through it. They're going to grow through it. 
Okay, a lot of people are going to go through it, not because they need to go through it, but because God is trying to help them grow through it. My goal is to help you see that, hey, this is a process of growth, not condemnation. It's an opportunity. This is what the creator intended. I, my spiritual process actually began the instant that I actually went through a depressive state. I moved back home and it was very depressing because I said, I am never moving back home. I said, I have my townhouse apartment. I made it out the hood. I'm in Boca Raton. I'm around all these rich, successful people. I'm like, hell to the no, I'm not moving back to Miami. Right? That's what I thought. But there's, a, there's something called the hero's journey. When the hero leaves home, the hero goes away. Sometimes the hero has to come back home before his or her transformation. And the reason why the hero must go back home is because when the hero goes back home, the hero has to heal at the home, right? So I discovered that God took me through a spiritual process. And the process was, God said, I'm going to take you out of this environment to show you that there's more. And then by your own nature, you're going to screw it up. Then I'm going to take you back to your old environment to show you that there was more to learn there to heal. And then after you heal, I'm going to take you out of that environment and I'm going to prosper you because that was my plan all along. But, you know, I couldn't just go straight to the prosper. And that's the that's the issue. We want to go straight to the prosper. I'm like God has plans to prosper you. Well, not to hurt you, but you're going to go through some pain. <laughs> that's the that's part of it. You're like, yo, I want to help people. Well, how are you going to find out how to help people if you don't go through some stuff? So God has plans to prosper you and not hurt you, but you're going to get hurt in the process. And that's how you get to prosper. It's the hurt. All right. So you have to learn how to invest the pain of the hurt. OK, that is a secret. That's not a secret. OK, once you learn how to invest your hurt. You are now getting better. This is the spiritual process. Investing your health, hurt to your betterment. Lessons say, oh, these are all the ways that I can make my life miserable. <laughs> That's a lesson. And it's like, oh, if I keep doing that to myself, I will be miserable. Right. And then you are then able to shift. So I just want to empower everybody to understand that what you're going through is not here to actually kill your dream is actually the very fuel that you need for your dream your what you're enduring is actually going to create a bigger appreciation for it but guess what you have to knock you have to seek in order to find what most people do is they're like i'm i'm going through it so they try to cope instead of heal you go through it not to cope but to heal so the moment that you actually say i want to heal and not just cope that's how you shift. Okay. So the process of healing then comes with intention. Somebody says, I want to heal, but they wake up and do everything to cope. That is backwards. That's backwards. That's not the way of a progressive person. <laughs> we used to say that in my organization. That's backwards. That's not the way of a progressive black man. So what I mean by that is you don't want to do things that's backwards if you want to move forward. So you're like, yo, what have I, I, like one of the best questions you want to ask is not what have they been doing to me? 
oh look they've been doing that uh, you know like th these guys they do they always doing this to me they doing that to me it's their fault this th these girls this parent is doing that this job is this is circumstance is doing that to me nah what are you what have you been doing to yourself you see a lot of times is what have you been doing to yourself right we have to take responsibility for what you've been doing to yourself and you got to say i'm going to stop hurting myself right sometimes you have to say that three times i'm going to stop hurting myself let's say that again i'm going to stop hurting myself and the, the way you do that is you are strategic and intentional about your life you got to be strategic and intentional about your life without that you will keep hurting yourself so strategic and intentional goes with breathing moving healing personally developing rising and priming what am i gonna do to better myself each day so what are, what is one of the best ways to better yourself each day wake up intentionally wake up intentionally breathe what are some best ways to wake up intentionally breathe affirm some positive things into your life what are some ways hello there powerful beings let me ask you a question are you rising up in a frenzy tired sluggish and your days are just a blur you, you're not sure what's going on you don't have the energy you don't have the vitality you don't even know how you're even going through these days listen i know the struggle that's why I created this Zoom meeting, AKA mini retreat in your house called Rise and Prime. Rise and Prime is one of the best ways to start your day with a rising routine that includes mindful movement, personal development, mental health check-in, and powerful affirmations. So it's basically like taking a spiritual shower every single day you rise up. All you gotta do is click the link in the description or simply go to Rise and Prime and you'll be able to see how it's spelled out below. You don't wanna miss this. You wanna join a community of wellness seekers and entrepreneurs who are healing through holistic health practices such as medical Qigong, such as breathing and affirmations and learning how to take a holistic paradigm to life. So once again, this class is every single day at 7 a.m. Eastern on Zoom, but you can join for free on Monday and Friday all you have to do is very easy. Just click the link below, click join Rise and Prime, and you'll be able to tap in. I'll see you on Monday or Friday. All right? Don't miss out. I'm going to be there live in action with you. And if you want to do the work, if you want to meet me, if you want to actually do the work, come through Monday and Friday. Click the link below and join us. Peace. Wake up intentionally breathe journal wake up intentionally affirm wake up intentionally visualize i wrote a vision statement five years ago and it transformed my life because now 2023 is right around the corner and guess what the vision is coming real i didn't get the results of the vision like i thought i would like i wanted it but i got it how i needed it because I saw a big company in the vision. I saw a lot of money in the vision. I saw a wife in the vision. But there was a part in my vision that says, I have mastered my mind, my body, and my emotions and the ability to impact others. I see that, right? 
I was like, yo, sometimes we want the result of having a vision. We want the benefits of the vision, but we got to become the, per the visionary first. So God is like, yo, 2023 is not actually the year you become the millionaire, but it's actually the year where you solidify all your millionaire habits. Actually, this is actually the rebirth of you. You actually wrote the vision. It's the rebirth of you. So I'm like, yo, the next five years is actually the fruits of all that labor. I was like, oh, that makes sense. I was like, oh, wow, I never thought of it. So listening to my vision statement, it's the year 2023 and my life is completely inspiring and meaningful. I have embodied the characteristics of a person worthy of great success, respect, and a massive income. I've mastered my mind, my body, my emotions, the ability to have an impact of others. <laughs> I remember that line. I remember it because what I've done was I've, I wake up in the morning. I know that I'm in theta mode and I listen to that audio right when I wake up and it's going to my subconscious mind. And every like once you plant some stuff in your subconscious mind, it'll bear fruit over time because like you planting it so much. This is why you got to plant. This is where you got to be so intentional, y'all. I'm telling you, a lot could shift in a small period of time if you're very intentional about what you do. So now I have mastered so many parts of myself that I didn't even know I could. I thought I had to be slave to all of these things. And now I'm like, yo, look, look at God, look at God. It's not me, because if it was me, I, I don't know. God freed me. God did. God did and I helped. I want you to say that I, God is doing everything in my life, but I got to help, not hurt. God is like, I got plans to prosper you. And your carnal self is like, I got plans to hurt your plans. <laughs> like that don't make no sense. So you can't be going against God's plan with your plan. You gotta what's it, what, what, what it say? You gotta match God's plan. You gotta match your plan with God's plan. Not match God's plan with your plan. Match your plan with God's plan, because God's plan is already to prosper you. So guess what? Let me tell you something. I've noticed some of the most successful, most longevity people in the world. And what I discovered about the most successful, most longevity people is that they all have faith in God. Now, this is not true to all extent. The most impactful, successful, like, yo, the people who touch the souls and hearts of beings have a connection to God. I'm like, oh, there's, a, there's something here. I'm saying people can have the money and be successful materialistically, but not impact others in a way. But those who really touch lives and people remember always have a connection to God. So I discovered that God is a hack. Everybody try to give you a hack, how to become a six-figure earner, how to become a seven-figure earner, how to live the life that you want. But you know what? Go to G-O-D and G-O-D is the source, right? Stop going to people. Look, you go to God, God's going to do it by osmosis. It's just going to like, boom. You're like, yo, I didn't even know. Here's, here's another thing. You're like, yo, I want to heal. I want to heal. I want to heal. You go to a whole bunch of healers. Did you go to the healer? You're like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I want to heal. I want to heal. You go to a whole bunch of healers, but did you go to God? God is the ultimate healer. So somebody says, how do I tap into that? Well, guess what? If you want to tap into God, you got to understand that God is also in you. You are a temple. Somebody like, do I need to go to church? Well, 
that will help. But first, you have to work on your temple. So somebody says, should I clear my temple so God can... Where, where does God reside? God reside in your... Right? So where does God reside? God resides in your... Right? Shed. You're like, yo... I need to tap into God. You're like, but I can't hear the voice. I can't hear. There's so much negative thoughts, though. So guess what? Sometimes to get closer to God, you got to cut through the negative thoughts, negative limit, limiting beliefs. You got to cut through the toxins. This is why we're fasting and juice feasting. This is why we're on day three of our fast. Right? I'm feeling amazing. I've, I'm off of caffeine. I'm like half of my vice. All, if not all of them are like gone. I'm like, oh my goodness, I didn't even know I could do this. I was like, I didn't even know I could do this. I was like, yo, God is going to take you. God is taking you so far, but he wanted. Here's the thing, though. Somebody says, I wish I never had those vices. No, actually, you don't wish that. Because actually, those were the advices that you're giving now is but what is the basis of overcoming some of those vices. And you're still going to have to keep fighting. I can't, I can't even like say that. Because I know it's a fight Life is a continuous fight And once you stop fight, This is what Les Brown says Once you stop fighting for what you want What you don't want is going to do what? Take over Life is a fight for territory Once you stop fighting what you for what you want What you don't want Will take over So you have to fight for your standards You got to fight for your values You got to fight for your mission For your goal For your reason for being here and the way that you fight is every single day you say, I may not feel like it today. Oh, you know what? I don't feel like getting up today. I'm going to do that. I don't feel like moving today. I'm going to do that. I don't feel like working out today. I'm going to do that. I want to eat trash. No, I'm going to eat to live, not, not, not live to eat so that I can die faster. No, I'm going to eat to live longer. I'm going to eat to live longer. I'm not going to eat to cope. I'm going to eat to heal and still enjoy my life. Okay, this look, freedom is not constraint. Freedom is not indulgent. Freedom is discipline. Be disciplined enough to do what frees you and not constrain you. Be disciplined enough to do what frees you and not be overindulging. Somebody says, I am free. I can do whatever I want. So they go and do everything against themselves. They sleep with people they don't want to sleep with. They hang out with people they don't want to hang out with. They take in things that doesn't feel good for them. They they acting. They're like, I want. I'm free. I can do whatever I want. You know. They're like, yo, I want to use this rose every day, all day. <laughs> I'm free. But you're like, yo, but I still want to have babies. That's not freedom. That's indulgence. So freedom, I discovered, was discipline. I used to think that by by going against everything that people say that I should do, that I'm being more free. I discovered by going against, by going towards everything that I can and could do, I freed myself some more. So I live in the possibilities, not the obligations. Let me say that again. A should is an obligation. And if you have people should all over you, you will be obliged to live other people's expectations. A should is an obligation. If you have people should all over you, you're going to be obliged to live other people's expectations. Trade your expectation for appreciation. 
So what do I mean by that? When you start appreciating life, you start to notice what you can have, what you can do, who you can be, how you can empower people, what gift you have inside of you. And you're like, I got to bring this gift out of here every single day. Every single day. I have to bring this gift out here every single day. This is what I do what I do. It's not that it does not hurt me to see that sometimes I do it and don't get don't get appreciated for it. It hurts in so many ways. It does not it does not feel good to post and it does not go like it should when it's actually good. It's not like I, it's not like oh I suck. No, I'm really good. It's it hurts. It is painful. It is it is painful, but guess what? I keep doing it why? Because what else is there to do but to fulfill out your destiny? What else is there to do for you to do it? People are not always going to appreciate you. People are always not always going to compensate you. People are not always going to say thank you. People are not always going to do get into what you got going on. Even when they do need it and want it and like it. But you got to keep doing every single day I I am every single day I'm turning my dreams into a reality no matter what it looks like. Every single day I'm in the reality of my dreams because of what I see inside of me. Every single day I'm turning my dream into a reality no matter what it looks like. On the other side of this depression is I pressed on. Let me say that again. On the other side of this depression is that I pressed on. On the other side of being in the deep rest, I'm going to say I'm going to keep pressing on. I'm going to keep moving forward. I need to learn what I need to learn to get to another level. This moment will not break me. I got something more powerful in me. The power of life and death is in your tongue. Sometimes when you keep like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, woe it's me. Guess what? That's not going to help. You need to get, you need to rise up out of the ashes. You need to say, I got something inside of me, right? And I'm going to do whatever it takes. We do, look, we do whatever it takes. People think success is linear. Success is a rocky road, but you got to keep doing whatever it takes every single day. I do whatever it takes. I, every single day, I do whatever it takes to preserve my health. Every single day, I do whatever it takes to preserve my relationships. Every single day, I do what it takes to preserve my dreams. Every single day, I do what it takes to, to, to fight for my standards. Look somebody, look, somebody says, this is my standard, so you should match it. What? That's, what? This is my standard, so you have to reach. You want to date me? You got to meet my standards. Okay. Your standards, right? This is my standard, so you got to reach it. No, no, <laughs> no, no. No, I'm just being myself, okay? <laughs> this is my standard. No, this is your standard, so you have to fight for it. So you decide whether you're going to accept or not. So somebody says, this is my standard, so you have to be like that. No, this is your standard. You have to be like that. And if I can't be, if I can't be me around you because I am against your standard, then it means I'm not for you and we can't be around each other. So we separate because my standards and your standards don't align. It's not that I need to reach your standard. Somebody says, this is my standard at this stage of my life. You must have these same standards. You're not a vegan. I can't date you. <laughs> You're not holistic. I can't be with you. No, 
this is your current standards did you have them from your birthing you're like no i didn't i had to work this i actually i pressed on to this you're like okay so let me press on too you 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 in your journey can i be on mine too so look standards are not meant as a rubric to judge everybody else they're meant as a as a metric so you can reach and hit it right some people to escape what they're not doing they may they blame everybody you know what it's my kids they just i don't have no time for myself it's them it's my jits those jits man if only if i could, only if i could get rid of these jits nah it's not your kids you see you you have enough time for yourself but when you take time for yourself you're watching netflix all day no you see you've been taking time for yourself but when you take time for yourself you're not doing the right thing so you're like i don't have time for myself no you got time for yourself but you just not you're just not allocating it towards the right stuff for yourself somebody says i got time for myself and then they're like yo girl did you hear what happened to <laughs> yo you know now you talk about other people's time Right, you spending your time talking about other people's time, wasting your time, trading your time for their time. What's wrong with you? You're like, I don't have time for my, because you got time for everybody else. You got time for everybody else, their business. you like, what's Kanye doing? Look, who, look, Kanye don't affect you directly. Why are you worried about Kanye? Right? You, you can't, you look. Well, yay, not Kanye, my bad, yay. Why are you worrying about yay? Worry about you. Focus on you. Don't worry about you. There's no reason to worry about you. Focus on you. Worry is different than worry than you than focus. Worry is, oh my god, I'm not like I want to be. Oh my god, I'm not where I want to be. Oh my god, I don't have the money. Oh my god. Focus on is, oh my god. Thank you for, oh my God, look what I have. Oh my God, gratitude to the most high. Oh my God, it's a different oh my God. Same, same, same oh my God, different. Catching my drift here. So what I'm saying is, I need you to understand that your, your little dark moment, the dark night of the soul is actually, it's, it's a revelation of the light of the spirit. Look, I, I done studied this. I done read enough books. I done seen enough lives. I done kind of put it, piece it together. I done kind of been spiritually, um, woke, spiritually woke enough to know that when you go through a dark moment in your life, there's two ways to do it. It's either you stay in there. Have you, there was a movie, there was a, this movie where people were stuck in the dark night of the soul. They never saw it through to fight, to step into their gifts. They were walking through the, night, the dark night of the soul and I, I totally forgot the name of the movie, but they never went on the other side, which was revealing their gift. That movie is such a powerful movie. And there was this person who's, who played the piano, boom, 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 and he died and he had to go back to just to do his, just to fulfill out his gift. So what I'm saying is, usually the dark night of the story is supposed to reveal your light where you say, I have something to deliver. Oh my God, I forgot who I was. I thought I was just this body and this body that had all these past traumas this body that had these things that happened to them that i, I thought i was just this body you're like oh I, i'm actually a spirit i'm not i'm not even from here when you find out you're not even from here then you're like oh snap 
Oh, I got something. I got to, I got to deliver it. On the other side of what you deliver is somebody else's deliverance. If somebody says, I don't care to deliver nobody. I'm not Jesus. Ain't no, I ain't no savior here. Nah, we're not trying to be saviors, but we're trying to do what God's work. Somebody says, what do you mean? Look, somebody says, I, I could do hair really well, but I don't know if I should ever quit my job or try to do it. Look, some, you need to deliver somebody from that bad hairdo. <laughs> somebody says, I'm a great musician. I don't know if I should deliver. There's too much musicians. You need to deliver somebody from boredom. You need to deliver somebody from the lack of soul in their life. Somebody says, I'm a great speaker. I don't know if I should deliver. You need to deliver somebody's spirit from condemnation of depression. Somebody says, I'm a great artist. I don't know if I should deliver. You need to deliver somebody else's. Everything that you bring out, you're going to deliver somebody from something. Even if you create whatever product you create. Somebody says, I'm going to make this cap here. They're going to deliver me from fritz on my hair when I go to sleep. They, de they don't deliver me. I'm not going to put it on. But I'm just taking a random product that I've used just to show you that every single thing that you can create with your gift, with your ideas, with your challenges is actually a deliverance. So deliver the gift that God gave you. Deliver. Every single day we're going to say this. We're going to get into to the movement and the breathing. Every single day I'm delivering the gift that God gave me. Every single day. I'm, and somebody says, I don't know it yet. Then there should be a gift. Somebody says, how do I be a gift? Be kind. Be compassionate. Be kind. Be compassionate. Love and be love. That's how you be a gift. You go, you go to, to Chick-fil-A. Right? Maybe you shouldn't go to Chick-fil-A. But you go to Chick-fil-A, just be nice, be kind. You go to Chipotle, be nice, be kind. You go to the DMV. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a great day today. <laughs> uh, don't be like look, the other day I went to the DMV and they were nice to me. I was like, wait a minute. Am I at the DMV? <laughs> I was like, they're smiling and laughing. I was like, what's going on here? Am I in the right place? I was like, they usually they're usually like uh, why the hell are you here? <laughs> you should be at home. <laughs> yeah, the DMV is not a place to go. But imagine, look, I look. If you know you got to a good spiritual place, when you're the type of person that walk in the DMV with a smile, and you make people smile, when the officer come to give you a ticket, and you're like, okay, officer, have a blessed day. When shit happens to you, and you like, you see the roses that's gonna come out of it. That's just a type of positive person. I become that type of person. A person who is just kind, compassionate, loving, who sees people as other spirits. Look, if you look at a whole bunch of bodies, you're going to see a whole bunch of nobodies. Because, you know, that's just how it is. You look at a whole bunch of bodies, you're going to see. But if you look at a whole bunch of spirits, mm, it's different. You're going to forgive people a little bit more. You'll be like, man, I forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. In fact, they don't even know who they are. I can't even blame them. I'm like, am I talking to you, really? You're like, I'm not even talking to you. I'm talking, I'm talking to a bunch of traumas, past experiences, right? Hurts and guilt trips and, you know, and paradigms and mindsets. 
And you're like, oh my God, I feel for this person. You're like, how are you so peaceful? I just feel for everybody. And there was another spiritual concept that says when everything is a part of you, you can no longer try to cut stuff. Even the tree, you want to you wanna treat it with kindness. You're like, oh man, this is part of the ecosystem that I live in. There was a point where even I started to have more compassion for bugs. Except roaches. I see a roach, I gotta slap. <laughs> okay, I'm getting too excited. Calm down. <laughs> I got, okay, okay. I'm gonna get back to it, yeah. <laughs> I'm compassionate for bugs. Except roaches. Okay, somebody says flies. And flies too. Right? And these mosquitoes. Or maybe not all bugs, but I'm saying I'm out in the garden and the bug flies over me. I'm not going to hit it. I'm just I'm actually going to take it and be like, oh, little buddy, just keep doing your thing. I develop more appreciation for worms because I'm like, yo, these worms are actually feeding me. Right now, don't somebody going to clip this and say, Ed, even appreciates shit. I appreciate the feces, too. Somebody says, what? I found out it's compost. I even appreciate the shit. Because <laughs> now I put it in my dirt. And somebody says, food grew out of that shit. I never knew that. So you put that enough with some... with some. Scra- I appreciate the, the scraps, garbage. This is what holistic living is. When you find out everything works for everything else, you appreciate stuff. I took out... Uh, I made some vegetable juice because I'm juice feasting. And I'm like, yo, I can't wait to put this in my compost bin. I appreciate the trash. I'll go in the trash and take out the trash to put it in the in the compost bin. Somebody said, why don't you just throw it to the dumpster? I'm like, why waste all of this good trash? One man's trash is another man's treasure. It's only the men's perspective that allows to see the treasure. Somebody sees an old table. I need to throw that away. So somebody says, oh, this is a new table for me once I paint it and refix it. Get what I'm saying? I can go all day, but we're not. Remember, your depression is your opportunity to press on. Your dark moment is an opportunity to reveal your light. You're like, oh my God, it's so dark. Well, God is like, yo, I'm going to put a light switch. He's like, where the light switch at? I'm like trying to find a light switch You're like going all around I'm Like where where the hell is this light switch You're like touching and touch it And then like you touch a razor You bleed it a little bit You're like Damn I bleed it like, Where the light switch And then boom light switch This is this is the process Okay That's my message And I'm sticking to it y'all Hopefully this was a powerful Message for y'all and now we are going to shift. I know I can talk a lot, but it's good. And you know that when the Lord created the, the earth, he was like, it was good. It it was good. Okay? So now what we're gonna do is we're going to breathe, meditate, and visualize the life you want to create. So you get the word into your spirit, then your spirit must be the word. Okay? Get the word into your spirit, and your spirit must be the word. So let's breathe with me. Breathe with me. So the first thing we're going to do is fire breath. Somebody says...
Hey, powerful being. Did you enjoy this episode? It was raw, down, empowering, inspiring. This is the live action that happens when healers, seekers, teachers, coaches, and motivators come in one room. Um, powerful indeed. And you can tell the love is real. The vibes are great. If you're not yet part of the Holistic Lifestyle Tribe and you're ready to start your seven free day trial, just click the link below and you'll be able to join us. And if you're on the edge, just go to riseandprime.co and you'll be able to get access to a free Rise and Prime gathering on Monday or Friday. So tap in, click the link in the description or go to holisticlifestyletribe.com. Peace.